to two, two sweet wrestling podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I'm here to talk wrestling. It is episode 39 of the Top 2 Wrestling Podcast. I'm back and I'm better. Live. Ready to hit it. We got a lot of topics today. We got WWE Evolution. We got the picks and predictions. We got that. Uh, we got Johnny Gargano. Why Gargano? Why did he do it? Let's talk about Crown Jewel as well. And what is next for WWE? Now that Roman Reigns has leukemia, we'll no longer be with them for quite a while. Go get him, Roman. Go fight it off. Wish the best for him. But what is next? We're going to get into that. First, I'd like to say you can find me on Periscope at 2SweetPOD. Find me on YouTube at OMGCoreyB. And this will also be on CastBox as well. I'm on CastBox at 2SweetWrestlingPodcast. I'm also on Twitter at 2SweetPOD and at OMGCoreyB. Feel free to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Feel free to follow on Periscope. So, we're about to hop right on into this thing. We're not going to waste any more of your time. And first up, Johnny Gargano. You can see my live reaction to this. Got my live reaction on Periscope. Got my live reaction on YouTube as well. And, like, as things are breaking down with Gargano... Excuse me, as things are breaking down with Aleister Black and uh, Regal and the guys who are in the ring over team Dream and Ciampa, things are breaking down. Nikki Cross jumps into the ring. I'm like, whoa. And then Aleister Black appears out of nowhere. And there's like a frenzy going on. I'm just on the edge of my seat watching. You can see my my uh, re- my video, my reaction video. I'm just like, oh crap, Aleister Black is coming out. So Aleister Black came came out. He lays everybody out. And lo and behold, Johnny Gargano with the attack. This is astounding. Now, the first thing I said was, so it was Gargano all along that did the attack. It is very interesting because, is it truly Gargano? You know, could they be swerving us here? Or could it be Gargano? If it is Gargano, I'm very interested to see what road they go down. Now, a lot of people say, why Gargano? Why? Well, the easy out and the most obvious out was that Johnny Gargano wanted him out of the title match to make it Johnny Gargano versus Ciampa for the title. And that's that's the most obvious way to go. And it makes sense. And I'm down for that. That's the reason that's why Johnny Gargano did what he did. That I'm for it. Let's start a few based off of that. Uh, if they go down another route, it'll be interesting because there are several avenues that you can go down. Uh, will we see a heel DIY reunion? Wouldn't that be something after all of this? Would Johnny Gargano and Ciampa hook back up? That would be something. Uh, the why Gargano, why? I'm interested to see how it all plays out. I would be on the edge of my seat. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat anyways for NXT. But I will definitely be watching now that that happened. They have an intriguing storyline. It's like NXT pumps out intriguing storylines left and right, back to back. So I'm very interested to see what goes on there. Johnny Gargano the heel. My goodness, what a moment. I was just, just in a state of shock as we faded to black. No pun intended. Our NXT. So, moving on. 
what's next for WWE? You know, Roman Reigns announced to the world that he had leukemia. He's fighting another bout with leukemia. And, you know, I had some sympathy for that. And I wish they got best. He's going to beat it. He's going to fight it. And I believe in him. And we wish him back and our speedy recovery as fast as ever. But from the time that Roman is away from us until the time that he comes back, it's gotten really interesting because you kind of look around and you say, well, now what? You know, WWE, this is why I, I don't want to say I complain, but I expressed concern about the way that they were booking things. Because when it came down to Roman Reigns, when it came down to Bobby Lash, excuse me, not Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, came down to those two guys we were heading into whichever pay-per-view that was either Mania or SummerSlam or wherever you were feeding or going into Mania and SummerSlam you were feeding the roster to Roman Reigns you were feeding the roster to Brock Lesnar and it was all to build up this big match but my biggest problem I always had along was that okay what if Roman gets a serious injury then what like, because I look at the roster and as it pertains to guys that can legitimately have a claim for the heavyweight title, I look at the division and I'm like, who has a legitimate claim here? Because we have a bunch of guys that's being booked badly and has no momentum whatsoever, has no purpose on the show whatsoever. I mean, Elias, he hasn't had a purpose in months. And I mean, like, the, this face term is like the first big thing to happen to him in months. Otherwise, he's just doing the same old thing, not doing anything, just sitting in the ring, playing a guitar, getting interrupted by the entire roster. Uh, Kevin Owens, another guy, well, he's hurt, he's injured now, but another guy that didn't have any momentum, didn't have any purpose whatsoever, it quit and came back the next week. Finn Balor, that's another guy that has no purpose, no momentum, booked badly, so... The roster is full of those guys. So you look to the immediate future. And obviously the immediate future is Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. Excuse me. And can we run? We can run that until the Royal Rumble. We can run that past the Royal Rumble. Like, I wouldn't put it past him to put the belt on Brock. So look out for that. But Braun Strowman needs to have the title around his waist. The immediate future is Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. That's going to be a fantastic feud, phenomenal feud. We can take that through the Royal Rumble, but as for what's next, I think Seth and Dean is going to be caught up with each other as far as an intercontinental title feud goes. So they're going to be caught up. So it's going to be interesting to see who they, what rabbit they pull out of the hat to take us forward with this Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre feud after we're done with them. It's going to be interesting to see how they play it out. They have however many months to build up an established name. There's plenty of guys, plenty of talented guys. We just have to book them correctly. We'll see how it all goes going forward. So, next up, we have Crown Jewel and my goodness, what a mess this is. This is a total mess and a complete mess because 
we already have the PR nightmare that is Crown Jewel, that is Saudi Arabia, and a lot of people want WWE to leave from Saudi Arabia and go somewhere else with Crown Jewel. Well, that ain't gonna happen, Chief. That ain't it, Chief, in the words of people on Twitter. That ain't it. Because WWE released a statement today saying that WWE has operated in the Middle East for nearly 20 years and has developed a sizable and de dedicated fan base. <sighs> Excuse me, I need that big breath. <sighs> Considering the highest crime committed at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, the company faced a very difficult decision as it relates to its event scheduled for no November the 2nd. Similar to other U.S.-based companies who plan to continue up operations in Saudi Arabia, the company has decided to uphold its contractual obligations to the General Sports Authority and stage the event. Now, this is very interesting because we're on the heels of another report that is saying that John Cena will not be in Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel. There was a report that came out that said that John Cena and Daniel Bryan were not gonna, were, didn't want to go to Crown Jewel. And we had a report from Robbie Fox of Barstool Sports, and he said that John Cena is 100% off the show. And it's, it's looking like he's done. Russell Boat's Twitter also said the same thing as well. They also had the same report. And we'll, we'll wait to see what happens on Daniel Bryan. So the way I see Crown Jewel is that, look, I don't know if WWE could have gotten out of that Crown Jewel contract. I mean, it's a 10-year deal. That's a lot of years. So I don't know if they could have gotten out of it, but it's going to be a huge, and I would, I'll say huge, a massive PR nightmare when this crown jewel thing goes down because they're already talking about WWE wrestling in the bad light for going to Saudi Arabia after this murder it's gonna be 10 times worse when we get actual video footage when we get actual video evidence of them in the ring in Saudi Arabia people are gonna be all over them wrestling doesn't need this I've said this before at this point people already look at wrestling as that wrestling thing that y'all still watch so we, are, we don't already need another black eye on wrestling. And this Crown Jewel thing is it. And it's going to be worse going forward. So I wish the best for WWE. But they really should have pulled out of Saudi Arabia. We'll see how it all goes down going forward. So moving on. We are going to move on to the WWE Evolution Predictions. And... I gotta say that they have really disappointed me. I had this big idea, this big thought for evolution. I was like, okay, this could be something very special. I'm very much looking forward to it. This could be really, really good. And at the beginning, I was like that, but then eventually, you know what I said? About a week into the build, I was like, you know what? This is going to get caught up in between WWE Crown Jewel and WWE Super Showdown. This build is going to be completely caught up. And eventually, I was proven right, unfortunately. 
they have been very lazy with this build as it pertains to WWE Evolution. It feels so thrown together. Uh, there are so many matches where you look at it and it's like, well, you could have put some effort into it at least. Or you look at so many participants on this show and you're like, man, she could have been doing this with that person. She could have been doing that. And it's like, it's very underwhelming because this could have been so much more bigger than it was. And it's not really a big deal. It's supposed to be a huge deal for women across the world because this is a revolutionary event. It's not the very first time that an all-women's pay-per-view is going down. Impact Wrestling did it. Plenty of companies have done it. But it's the first time a lot of girls have seen an all-women's event. It's a big deal. So I wish they would have put a lot more effort into it. WWE Evolution, starting off with the first match. Oof, excuse me. We're going to start with Io Shari versus Tony Storm and WWE Mae Young Classic Final. And arguably, this could be the match of the night. I've enjoyed the WWE Mae Young Classic. It is one of the highlights of my wrestling week. And it was pretty much a given that this was going to be the, be the final. You could see it coming, but... It was so exciting on the way there. They made you believe that both of these ladies had a chance to lose in their matches. But they ultimately retained their matches. And I'm very much looking forward to this. It's going to be a phenomenal match. Both ladies are downright phenomenal workers. And I got to say that this is the toughest match of the night to predict. I'm starting right out of the bang with it. And it's like something is telling me to pick Tony Storm. But as for your winner of the WWE Mae Young Classic, I'm going to go with Io Sheree. And look, that is a tough call to make. And it, it is going to be a close call. Wouldn't surprise me if Tony Storm won whatsoever. But I'm going to go with Io to pick up the victory. I expect a hotly contested match. A very good match and it is gonna set the house on fire the crowd will be super excited for it Eo wins the May Young Classic so moving on we have Sasha Banks Bailey and Natalia versus the Ride Squad remember when I told you that Evolution was lazily put together this is another another classic example. Uh, Sasha Banks just came back from the post-concussion symptoms. I wish her well, and I'm glad to see her back. But this has been a thrown-together mixed tag match. I mean, excuse me, not a mixed tag, tag match. A three-woman tag match. And it's like, all for what? For who? For why? We just threw this storyline together a couple weeks before the show, and it's like, it's going to be on Evolution now. Sasha Banks and Bayley could have been... We've been waiting on this match versus each other for like years now. And this is what we get at WWE Evolution, the first WWE All-Women's Pay-Per-View. Like, it is what it is. But as for the match itself, I expect a really good match. We have some good workers in this match. And if they give it time, I expect it to be a really good matchup. So, oh... I'm not looking forward to the match itself, but I expect it to be decent. As for your winners, 
I'm going to go with Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalya to pick up the win over the Riot Squad. I expect a good match. Uh, I wish that they could have put some more effort into this. But those are the winners. I think we'll take the match. I think the Riot Squad will go down. And moving on to the epitome of laziness, the Women's Battle Royal. Now we have all of these fantastic names, all of these fantastic alumni, and they just got thrown together in this battle royal. And like they didn't even announce the names. Like I remember them announcing the names during a match. And it's like, really? That's the way you're gonna announce these names? And it's like the names. They get mentioned on Twitter. This person has been added in. It's like really lazily done. Like you could have did anything to make this exciting. But it's not exciting. It's going to be exciting to see the old names. The alumni just like it was. Uh, for the battle Roy For the Royal Rumble for the women. It was exciting to see those old names. It's going to be exciting to see those names again. And I think it's going to be a really good battle royal. That's the sad thing about it. Just that they put no effort into it whatsoever. As for the winner, you know, it's going to be for a shot at the Women's Championship on Raw or SmackDown. And I came down to two names. Selena Vega and Ember Moon. It came down to those two names. I think it's going to be a tight battle. But in the end, I have Ember Moon winning this battle royal. I think it's going to be a phenomenal moment for her. And I think it's going to be a phenomenal battle, battle royal. I think it's going to get a, a, quite the pop when Ember Moon wins this. Which should lead us to Ember Moon. And I'll save the winner of the, the championship match. I'll save that prediction for later. But I think Ember Moon is going to pull it off. She's going to win. I think it's going to be a phenomenal battle royal if they give it time. Next up we have Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. I am very much looking forward to this. This is one of the top three matches that I'm looking forward to. This one uh, and the Mae Young Classic, and I'm going to get to the other one soon. Uh, this should be a phenomenal match. We have a great story here. Kyrie Sane picked up the picked back up the picked up the championship. Excuse me from Shayna Baszler at NXT Takeover. It was a phenomenal match. It was phenomenally done. Uh, we have Shayna Baszler now. She's upset and ticked off. She wants her title back, and she's laying people out left and right to get it. It is a phenomenal storyline. Well done. I've liked the Kairi Sane redemption story as well. It has been well told, and I've been very much invested into it. It's really something I wish that they would have done with Asuka, but hey, oh well. Now Asuka's toiling around doing nothing. But Kairi Sane versus Sane Amazing, I expect a phenomenal match. Uh, they had a phenomenal match before. I'm very interested to see how it turns out. I asked for your winner. I'm going to go with Kyrie Sane to retain the title. That one is a tough one. But I think this is going to be the feud ender here. Kyrie Sane will retain the NXT Women's Championship. And I think we're going to get a phenomenal match out of that one. So next up, we have Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickie James. I gotta say that I really think that they're missing the boat with Trish Stratus and Lita here. Trish Stratus should have been in her own match. 
to use her star power, and Lita should have been in own, her own match to use her star power as well to add an extra match because with them tagging together, it kind of takes away from each other, if you ask me. But we have a tag match, and Alexa Bliss barely got clear she had a concussion, but she'll be at the pay per view, she'll be ready to go. I expect a really good match. We have four good workers in the ring. Alex Bliss is decent, but I like her work. Ah, uh, Trish Stratus and Lita. It'd be interesting to see them back into the ring in competition. Ah, uh, I'm pretty sure they are still uh, good to go, and I'm pretty sure they'll put on a show for the fans. Ah, uh, this is a this will be an intriguing match for the live crowd to see Trish and Lita back. It's not one of the top matches I'm looking forward to. I didn't really like Trish versus Alexa all that much, but I thought it had some potential. And when it got turned into a tag match, I was like, uh, oh well. But it is what it is. As for your winners of the match, obviously the good will overcome the bad here. Trish Stratus and Lita will win here. They will win over Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. I expect it to be a decent enough match to get the crowd popping. So, next up we have... Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella for the Raw Women's Championship. And I gotta say that it's looking like this is gonna be the main event. And anyone with a brain knows that this should not main event, but it is what it is. It's WWE. As for this main event, and I think it's just a real slap in the face to all the women. Like, Ronda Rousey, I love Ronda Rousey. She makes for a good champion. But, I mean, hey, she's not there every week. Nikki Bella strolls in out of nowhere. Gets put into the main event, most likely. Maybe there'll, maybe it'll be something else, but it's looking like this is going to be the main event. And I don't like that. I thought we could have used Ronda Rousey in a better match as well. But it is what it is. Looking forward at this feud. I think this feud reached its apex when they had Ronda Rousey talk about John Cena, talk about the bedroom door, and like we got a lot of reality into the storyline. They tried to go with reality again when they had Nikki Bella talk about Ronda Rousey's mother, and it just did not hit home. It just did not reach the apex that it did when. Nikki Bella was talking about the uh, uh, the, the Bellas. Nikki. Excuse me, Ronda Rousey, when Ronda Rousey talked about the Bellas and John Cena and how Nikki and uh, Brie wasn't talented and all that and so forth. But as for the match, I really don't expect a lot from this match. Ronda Rousey will tap out Nikki Bella for the championship win to retain the title. And I expect her to retain the title. That will be your end of she will not lock Nikki Bella into the armbar and she will retain the Raw Women's Championship. So moving on to what is my most looked forward to match of the night. What I should feel that should be the main event of the night. The SmackDown Women's Championship. <sighs> Becky Lynch, bad last. Becky, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. What a storyline. This has been one of the best built storylines in all of WWE, I have to say. And I've enjoyed every bit of it. WWE is booking a butt backwards. And it's getting Becky Lynch cheered out of the building. 
They keep trying to portray Charlotte as this sympathetic character, and the crowd doesn't want to portray have Charlotte portrayed as a sympathetic character. They want to boo Charlotte. They're not gonna boo Becky Lynch. They even had Becky Lynch talk about how she didn't want Edge to break his neck. And the crowd cheered it. Guess what? They don't want to boo Becky Lynch. But also, guess what? This is going to be a phenomenal match. But I got bad news. Charlotte is going to win this match. Look, sometimes we just got to take ourselves out of what we know to be the best result. And we have to take ourselves into the storyline that they are trying to tell. They are trying to put Charlotte over as a sympathetic figure. They continue it to do it, even going looking forward, looking back at the go home show of SmackDown. They're trying to put Charlotte over as the sympathetic figure, as the face. But Becky ran from Charlotte, uh, and they both got counted out in the in the title match. Uh, she thinks that Charlotte, it, Charlotte thinks that Becky is ducking her, and she keeps looking out. They're writing it in a sense that makes Charlotte, for, for it to make sense, for Charlotte to have her quote-unquote redemption story at Evolution. So that's why I'm going to go with Charlotte to win here. It will be sad if Charlotte does because the crowd is going to riot. But at the end of the day, I think Charlotte will win the SmackDown Women's Championship. I hope I'm very wrong about that. We'll see how it all goes down. So those are my picks for WWE Evolution. Let me know your picks on whether it be on YouTube, on Periscope, or on Twitter at OMGCorby or at 2 sweetpod Feel free to hit that subscribe button on YouTube and feel free to follow me on Periscope. I am out.